Peace, and welcome to the Tailored Healing Collective Podcast. This is a space for, but never limited to, people of color. We're discussing sacred plant medicine, pregnancy, parenthood, and more. You know, there's such a stigma on who can open the floor for conversation on these topics that are viewed as taboo or even inappropriate. This fact alone has made so many become fearful of the very thing that could help us rebuild families, create our own businesses, and most importantly, trust our role in this world as future ancestors. So wherever you are, take a cleansing breath and do your best to listen with an open mind, heart, and spirit, and let love lead the way. I'm your host, Taylor. Welcome to the fifth episode of the Tailored Healing Collective podcast. It still feels weird to say it because this mostly just feels like a space where I'm talking to myself to keep my sanity during the day, but... I am so grateful for this space to be able to share, uh, to hear from others, and to just live life. So I wanted to keep today's episode a little more lighthearted today. Today's episode is going to be about why cannabis is a male-dominated industry. I thought it'd be a very interesting topic to cover because yesterday, as I'm looking for something to watch to kind of decompress and take the edge of the day off i look for one of my favorite shows which is that 70s show it is no longer streaming unfortunately um but it is one of my favorites and my husband's favorites because it's how we bonded originally uh through smoking together we would sit and watch episodes when we had time together back to back and had a lot of good laughs but i was wondering why have i never seen any women-led comedies where the main characters smoke or consume cannabis it's always men all the time which led me to a further question why are men running this industry Um, so I'm gonna run through a few things and I hope to get feedback in the future from other women um, because maybe you can put me on to something I don't know I don't watch that much TV so I'm sure there are shows and comedians out there but I just want to see more of them so the plant one of them anyway that we use and we turn into medicine often are referred to feminine ancestral names such as uh, mama ganja grandmother ayahuasca grandmother cacao there seems to be this universal truth and divine feminine energy even if we open up certain fruits there the core is in the shape of a yoni the symbol of life you know women are portals so through this seeing how the world works in duality we realize most things come and originate from a feminine source so even in knowing that you know if you're a cultivator a bud tender any of that you you already have this inherent knowledge that you need the female plant in order to use for <laughs> we all know so in knowing that I don't know it just kind of baffles me when I think about it it's like that one fact alone should be enough to kind of see the power that women have what we do not just to further this industry but how we take anything and we make it grow we give it life Uh, we increase its continuity why aren't we given more respect why aren't we the forefront of this and i think it's why recently i've started to follow so many pages of women in the industry not just because i want to be a part of it but it's literally astonishing to see it women are 
amazing and I'm not talking about gender I'm just talking about women we are amazing in the way that we pay attention to detail the way that we attend to customer service because we're in tune to emotional action and emotional knowledge we have both sides we have the masculine and the feminine but we have this intuitive side that can tap into someone's needs um, whether those be physical or emotional we have I don't know it's just like this way with people not every single woman carries it in the same way but we definitely all have I don't know it's it's just something I, I don't know how to pinpoint it but uh, I'll start off with when I was younger and I was buying from you know my local salesman local saleswoman which was not often I would be astonished when I and I keep using the word astonished but that's like the best word I know to use right now for situations like this when I would come across and every blue moon would come across a woman who was a saleswoman and just because you know especially in college it was like all I could deal with was men not even could that's that was my only option I had men were always known to be the hustlers the providers the grinders whatever it was so whenever I needed some green I had to go to you know the local guy in the neighborhood or college or wherever and to see a woman do it it was just like okay so we're in this too like it's not something that's taboo or something we shouldn't be doing you know we should be attending to kids and you know family things but this like I don't know it always seemed like risque back then but I mean now knowing I'm like no it's not we should have been at the forefront of this so let's talk about it buying from men um salesmen back in my earlier days was always so uncomfortable like men just I don't know not all of them but they have a way of making you feel like you're forced to buy something they have a way of sexualizing everything kind of using their domineering power when dealing with this and that is so uncomfortable for women and we just kind of like at least I used to just take what I could get like I would never ever ever give myself up for that at all but I won't say I was not propositioned many times and it's annoying because it's like I'm just here to get my medicine or to get my recreational time I'm not here for you and it was so annoying and I don't know that any woman that I've ever met treated me that way like when I think about how I wanted to be in the industry I mean honestly the only example that I had like television wise was Nancy Botwin and we all know Nancy Bottom was problematic if you've watched Weeds, but um, she was a boss and she was taking care of her family and she didn't bow down or let any man like take advantage of her to get what she wanted. Now, I'm not going to sit here and hype her up. This is a fictional character, but I will say that was my first example of seeing like women, what women could do in this industry. But then you want to bring it down to less drug lords, <laughs> less uh, politicians and things like that. And we're just talking about the regular the regular industry um, or market that is going on. Um, with men, they would always try to either oversell me or undersell me on a product as if um, it was something other than its worth. I think women will always tell you, we, we're very particular about what we buy and how we buy. And I know that there are men like this too, but because we make things last so long, 
our purchases are usually intentional usually i won't say that i didn't have a lot of bad purchases at the beginning of the pandemic but um usually i try to be very intentional about my purposes because i hold emotional ties to the things that i own or that i'm consuming or you know whatever it is everything has energy in it i think women understand this a little bit better than men so being a more avid consumer now i thoroughly enjoy appreciating the experience like I want to go somewhere like a dispensary where I can open up my package. You know, it's in a nice, beautiful jar that I can use for something later. Um, I love design. I love looking at things. I think women are the best marketers in the world. Like, we know what the customer is going to think about before they do. You know, we know, or not even just a customer. Like, it could be a friend. It could be a family member, whatever it is. We treat it as medicine, even though it can also be treated recreationally. We want an entire immersed experience versus just a quick buy. We cherish and take whatever's given to us and make more out of it, whether it be home, a career, relationship. We add growth and development. Women should have always been at the forefront. I'm like, so the topic is why are men, you know, head of this industry? I don't know. Patriarchy? I guess it's a simple answer. The more complicated answer is all of these different factors like pinning them against each other like I could never get a salesman to pick up the phone on time to show up on time to not make me uncomfortable when purchasing um, to make me want to come back that was consistent that was reliable the one or two women that I've ever come across always came through and the only reason it didn't work out was simply because they weren't in a state where they could be a normal salesperson so you know i believe if put in the hands of women we would be much better at it and it's beautiful to see like i see a lot of brands now not just doing social clubs but doing products and stuff too and i want to see more of it i want to see on billboards women and i don't mean in the advertising like this is a good time me and my husband were talking about this too last night i told him women are used to make any experience better you know if you see a beer commercial if you see a jewelry commercial any of these you watch women see how beautiful they look you know not cologne perfume um anything because it's like they their bodies their essence we not just sexualize but we like make an experience more in depth because we're not just human like we're these very intelligent but gentle creatures at the same time but that are also fierce as hell and in that i think men know that but they still sometimes expect us to be in a box i think with men they're good salesmen i've seen a lot of good salesmen before and i mean in any industry however they kind of have to force you into buying things or manipulate you i don't think women do that i mean i guess it could be considered like emotional manipulation but I don't even want to take it that far because most times we know what we want out of an experience and we know what we want to give people in that experience. So we make sure it's done. I would get so annoyed, so annoyed if I was purchasing anything from somebody and they were always late. They were never on time. They made me super uncomfortable whenever they came, you know, or it would be inconvenient in order for me to do business with them. Like who wants any of that? And you could just say, oh, that's just a bad business person, but it, it, it's a quality that I've seen across the board. So, you know, seeing all these brands come to life and seeing how they're advertising, you know, 
while I think it's great to have women as like your center marketing tool, they should also be running it as well. Because no one is going to give you, you know, the entire 100% deep elevating experience that women can. Women make cannabis sexy without having to sell sex. This is why we're primarily in the advertisements, the music videos. We add to the experience. We are the experience. You know, with the patriarchy being an ongoing challenge for the past few hundred years, it's confusing to me why men are thought to be the better businessmen. Um, if you don't, and I've said this earlier, so you're going to hear me kind of repeating ideas a lot, but tuning into the intuitive needs of a customer so that you don't just have a buyer but you grow a relationship with them and you become a community which leads to healing like women do that men are usually thought to be better business people because they frequently take emotion out of the situation um which most people think makes your head clear but i think there's a way to use both when it comes to the plant that you want to feel good from you have to draw from divine feminine source um, seeing so many influencers and women coming out in what has always been a challenging world for us is just what the world needs right now, especially mothers of color. Uh, we're marginalized from the very beginning of our lives. We're thought to be future drug addicts, baby mothers, low-income employees. There's a movement for all women in this, but prioritizing the groups that have ultimately had their humanity stripped away from them on the daily should be one of the main faces of what cannabis can look like uh, for different kinds of people. You know, when you see these billboard advertisements, um, new products coming out, I even was at Whole Foods and saw an advertisement for some Lion's Mane powder, which is amazing. It's great that it's in stores now, but the way that they're marketing, it's like, I, I've had to explain to people of color what it is and tell them why it is good for them and how would they know this they don't see anybody looking like them taking this and even the ones that do is like we come from a very particular community i'll say um the holistic community the herbalist community whatever you choose to identify with or if you even want to identify at all um we don't see ourselves in the marketing in the products in the conversations we have to literally find our own like get together with like-minded people make sure everybody's safe and then be open to talking about it like what i'm even doing now when i was looking for a podcast i i wanted to hear something about plant medicine that was run by women and I, i've seen a lot i've heard a lot they're all great but i couldn't really find any with women like me i would hear a couple of influencers who are on instagram you know being interviewed but as far as like running their own podcast i couldn't find any and i wanted to hear someone who possibly shared my experiences you know to be able to relate to and because i couldn't find that i had to become that um i think with women in this industry or why men are is because they also don't always have a problem taking charge i think at least in my experience and i know this is not all women women are supposed to be these fragile creatures who you know jump at the sight of any kind of pain or any kind of struggle and we just need to be quiet all the time and we're not thought to take charge and be leaders and when we are it's intimidating when we speak up for ourselves it's intimidating so intimidating that it can be scary to other women too um 
we are not used to or people are not used to seeing women step into their power men just take what they want with ease don't think twice about who they're hurting who it is with, with us we consider so many things like okay am i doing this right how is this going to affect this person in the long run and i think honestly that's a better way to do business i think the misconception is that just because we are sensitive creatures that we can't put that aside to get business done after having the second child i mean my first one i felt a lot I won't say a lot. I felt disempowered by it. But with this one and getting to have my natural birth, I told my husband too, like, you can't tell me, you can't tell me anything now. You know that, right? Not just because I had a natural birth, but because I now believe in my power. There's nothing that you can say or do that's going to make me think that I cannot do this. My apologies, guys. Uh, there's nothing that you can say that'll make me think that I cannot handle any challenge that comes my way. I will not back down just because someone, you know, wants to have a dick swinging contest. Like, that's that's not why I'm here. I'm here to get business done. And I think me stepping into that power, though it's scary because I'm afraid of intimidating people, uh, it's very important. It's how we maneuver the masculine and the feminine in this world. Now, going back to comedies, I I was talking to my husband about this, too. I wish I would have had him decided to have him on the podcast today, uh, but he's working. All these stoner movies that I've enjoyed in the past and just like off of pure foolishness are always having men in them. Men are allowed to be stupid like or, you know, kind of goofy in the moment or, you know, just whatever they're allowed to do all these things it's socially acceptable for them i think about like if i switched out characters like leo from that 70s show or harold and kumar and switched them out with women i don't know that people would necessarily respond well to that i think women would but i don't know that men would because again women are supposed to be these creatures that act and behave in a certain manner all the time that's you know quiet and acceptable and no no like i want to laugh too i want to be able to be an idiot for a minute because it's fun and i don't mean like be an idiot like do something stupid but like you know just relax your mind not be so i have to get things done all the time especially as a mother you know we're taking care of people we're taking care of little ones so we kind of always have to be on 24 7 but i want to see more comedies if someone knows of any please like send me some in a dm through instagram anything because i don't see them like harold and kumar stepbrothers with will ferrell uh i mean that's not a stoner movie but half baked pineapple express all sausage party i mean these are all dumb like seriously if you've seen any of these you know how dumb they are but at the same time it's like where where's our stuff I want to see my experience and I don't want to always see my experience in the form of social justice as much as I speak about it sometimes I just want to laugh I want to see myself in an experience uh I want to you know share in whatever the moment is with my friends I mean they're cool they're funny don't get me wrong I still follow Cheech and Chong in this day but at the same time it's i don't we just need more there's really nothing else i can say i can keep repeating the same idea but we need more we need more for sure
you know, with everything going on in the media today about reproductive rights and men making these decisions for women, seeing in the past, I don't even know how many years men have been at the head of every kind of business, every level of marketing, the top earners, um, obviously the ones to make all these laws and rights. You wonder who agreed to this. Who agreed to this? Like, how did these ideas and systems come into place where women were thought to only have one role when we are literally the center of everything? And we know a lot of these ideas came from European standards and, you know, washed over into Western world. But to know that we are such warriors, not just in the way that we take care of our families and children, but also in the ways that we handle business also in the use and the intention that we put out to get what we want i have seen and heard some amazing women out there before um, all who use plant medicine who have used cannabis who have used some other form of plant medicine and it has only made them smarter and faster and stronger it's never made them like this inept being who can't handle themselves i mean if we can handle ourselves on cannabis why wouldn't we be able to be able to handle our children it makes you more aware it makes you more in tune it's not like we're gonna go off the deep end um i'm not gonna talk about it too much today but even with you know thinking that it's gonna affect our children it just seems like another ploy to make sure we don't enjoy anything and I'm here to enjoy life. I'm here to figure out how to make the most of it, to enjoy this experience in this physical body, because that's all it is really. But the experience of being a woman in this industry, all that I follow is women at this point. I don't think I really follow too many male pages. You know, even rappers and, you know, reggae bands, Any, there's so many that discuss, uh, you know, cannabis, plant medicine use, even mental health it's very hard to find even musicians and i think again it goes back to what has been socially acceptable you know when you think of rock stars and you know musicians it was okay for them to use because they were in a more accepting society but it's here we we don't get that same privilege we don't get that same luxury of being able to feel good and take care of ourselves and take care of people it's like you have to choose one which one is more important it better be the family it better not be yourself uh, it's very hard to maneuver both i will say uh, with the future i do see more women coming out in this industry uh, as bosses as leaders as pioneers as entrepreneurs because it's much needed to see how we can bring sources of life together and make more out of them, make them last longer. Our value lies in more than our bodies, more than our looks, more than our hair, more than our nails, more than the clothes that we put on. It is what we give back to a community. And I love how not just cannabis, but all plant medicine, women have historically been known to use it so intentionally you know, oh, I see, a, it's not just I see a pretty flower, let me go give it to my family. I see medicine, I see different sources of healing people, of giving back, of using what the earth has given and instilling it back into the world, back into the community. 
we do that with plant medicine we do that in our work we do that you know in jobs we do it in love there there's so many different ways and i see with time not only just the rise of the feminine but the true inherent understanding all the things you didn't pay attention to in science class you know reproduction where this energy where this um where this biology comes from you know why we are so vital and important i mean we're the reason that things go on why people exist and there's been this obsession with you know men for years i mean for centuries decades but thinking that they're the source when we are and it's like when you're denying that you're the source or you don't know that you are it's like you you're not tapped into your superpower we are the superpower we're the reason things grow we're the reason things are made um, we're the reason why life is sustained continually you know i used to not be able to see the value in myself much less you know thinking how could i contribute to a business you know how can i not just be the secretary how can i be the boss i know people make fun of women or moms like in their girl boss era but honestly I, outside of the pyramid schemes i think that it's much needed women need to feel empowered in some sort of way again that allows them <laughs> i hear the little baby um it allows them to see i i'm worth more i'm worth more and we can see that worth in ourselves we can see it in nature we can see it in society we stop paying attention to what everybody says we aren't and start paying attention to what we are it's 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 so powerful what we give back I'm stuttering a little on my words just because thinking about it makes my heart race. It makes my heart race because it makes me angry with myself for all the years I denied myself of my own power of stepping into my light and stepping forward. But it also makes me happy because now that I realize it, I can finally start enjoying things. I can finally start taking things back. So with taking medicine back, taking cannabis back, in this industry it's going to require women to look in the mirror and see themselves and say wow you are amazing you are divine you are what is sustaining this entire planet right now your feminine energy and a lot of people will probably say that's a shot in the dark like yeah but men too yes we understand but you know we create men we're half of them but we are them as well like there's there's no difference it's it's all connection it's all connection I said this was supposed to be a serious episode, but it seems like whenever I start talking, it turns into a serious topic anyway. So maybe I'll need to smoke a little bit more before I start my episodes or sit with my husband. I'm such a serious person and he's like the jokester. But then when it's the other way around, it's me. Like when I'm one with cannabis, one with plant medicine in general, I get so happy and childlike and have so much fun it's only when i am not or not elevated that i'm more serious like okay let's get to business i think it's great that i can maneuver both and find balance in that and then use medicine as a tool to help me find that balance so i don't get too over emotional about things that i allow myself to sit with my feelings without letting them overpower me um that's also a superpower you know something that we want to use through life so in this industry i guess the the next question that i could ask is how do we take this back how do we make women the forefront of this movement of i don't even want to say advertising saying advertising feels so capitalistic because it's capitalistic a word 
I don't know. But um, <laughs> seeing how women are taking this back. Seeing how women are taking this industry back solely through social media is so cool to see. Uh, so amazing because we're finally speaking out. We're letting the world hear our voice and we don't care what we look like or who cares because we've discovered that power that we don't need anybody to hold our hands in order to get things done. We don't have to be against each other. We don't have to create this giant division within the community. I think there's definitely a space for everyone. Um, as a woman of color, I will say and be honest, uh, a lot of the advertising and products that I've seen, even though I know this is not all, um, have primarily featured white men and women on them. I do not see anyone of color. I don't see anyone. So whenever I see a magazine or a book with a woman of color uh, smoking some cannabis or, you know, just showing their love for the plant in general, does not matter if it's through clothing or whatever, I automatically take a clipping or a screenshot or whatever it is in the moment because I don't see that I don't see it reflected in it and I think I've spent my entire life my childhood only seeing images of other people and nothing that looks like me and in your experiences you want to find people who relate to you not just because it gets you you know a consumer or more money in your pocket or anything like that it makes you feel a part of a community you know as some as someone who has read and watched a lot of documentaries on the criminalization of plant medicine with people of color, I've always still wanted to see my face or someone who looked like me, you know, at the front of this community. And I don't necessarily mean a celebrity. You know, we have the Marleys, we have Nas, we have Jay-Z, you know, all of these people who have the access and the privilege to work with this medicine because they have the money to. However, I don't see anybody from my local community able to, you know, legally sell whatever product they have, you know, whether that be a balm, a tincture, you know, food, any kind of services involving plant medicine or cannabis, and they get away with it. And then a little boy sees them on the corner like, I see you you're doing what I want to do one day. Like, it doesn't work like that. We're thought to be criminals. We're thought to be hurting the law or hurting other people. Meanwhile, you know, you get to see, like, those advertisements that we saw in the early 2000s for, like, any drug you see. Like, side effects may include stroke, heart disease, blah, blah, blah. And you'll see, like, some happy person dancing in the background. Like, you know, they have the key to life. I want to see some cannabis commercials that look like that in the future. But I want to see all different kinds of people in them and using the plant in all different kinds of ways, not just to consume. I want to see ones that have created healing bombs for people, you know, or replacing it in our detergents or, you know, our lotions, our hair products, things like that, um, that aren't highly or overly, you know, saturated with people who don't look like them on the advertising. We have to connect with community you know, in order to provide this space for healing. And that does not include leaving people out. You have to include everybody. You can't just say, hey, this medicine's for you, but it's not for you. Hey, when you do it, you look like a crackhead, but when you do it, you look like a beautifully healed woman. Like, it doesn't make sense. That's not fair. It's not right, you know? And you're not only losing out on business, you're losing out on, you know, potential friends you can meet or, you know, community you can connect with. 
and ultimately we wouldn't have to see all this crap on the news that I don't even watch the news but I hear enough you know at least through social media all of these things that we know could help heal our community we blatantly ignore them and call it bad because somebody couldn't tax and make money off of it but now they're taxing and making money off of it and it's like oh oh I just the world is going to change anyway I know by the time my children are older they'll be able to go to the store for a pack of cigarettes that are really cannabis cigarettes and go pick them up maybe not children I think we've outgrown the 80s and 90s trend of doing that but definitely in the future it'll be more accessible I feel like I've kind of strayed away from the topic though about why it's male dominated but also it ties in because men created these laws same with prohibition and alcohol all these are the same when it comes to who created them who is in charge of these laws overall i think men just need to start respecting women for their role and their power when we give that back to them they'll do wonders with it we'll even forgive we don't forget we will definitely forgive and say okay even though you wronged me you took away my rights you took away my society you know or at least the one that would have respected me i still want to build i still want to help heal i still want to change the narrative and i'm not saying that there are not men who think like this but again just showing the power of women and what we can do in society in a business even these podcasts that i see you know podcast bros you know male white usually and I'm not saying I don't trust all of them but they they do have a tendency to run these podcasts where they can say any and everything and it will always be accepted meanwhile you know if and I don't want to say specifically me because it could be any woman but if I were to have my podcast like I do and say the same thing I get scrutinized automatically you're a bad mother you know you're on drugs you're a hippie you're all of this i'm not thought to be you're the baby again i'm not thought to be this business person i'm thought to be someone who's just in charge of all the emotional needs of someone but i can provide both i can do both i can cry about it and i can get the job done in the same day you know i don't feel the need to lash out and hurt people intentionally but i will still be brave enough to speak my truth you know it goes hand in hand men on the other hand at least the way that i've seen them handle and deal with business it's like they just leave their mess for somebody else to clean up most times and i don't want it to feel also let me say this i do not want it to feel like i'm bashing men i have a son i have a great partner um and we are all capable of flaw we really are but the narrative does need to change it needs to change to provide more opportunities for women and i mean business grants when it comes to this i mean helping open commercial spaces, hiring women to be the head of your companies because we understand every aspect of what it will take to make something successful, to make something grow. We need to stop scrutinizing mothers, women, people with child, you know, for what they're trying to do and tell them, oh, I trust you to do this, but not while you do this. I can do it, but you can't because you have to. We're in charge of building these communities. Literally, we are the portal. So if we're in charge and we know, why would we start doing something where we cannot operate, you know, like normal people or get the job done? There's a reason why this morning I could sit there, let my 
newborn baby crying in my ear my toddler pinched me my husband asking where his keys are me trying to think about how the three hours i got of sleep last night all while thinking and working on creating this podcast episode like we're amazing at what we can do and what we can handle and we don't need to keep asking for other people to give us a chance like we can just start creating that for ourselves now and i understand it looks scary for a lot of people you know women only got our right to even vote not too long ago and that vote was only available for white women it was not available for women of color at all so you know in the little power that we have been given realize you already have it within yourself you don't have to wait for somebody to give that to you we know how to take something and make it grow and i'm gonna keep saying that because it's so important We know how to make a house into a home. We know how to make a business flourish and thrive. We know how to raise children into decent human beings because we learn from our mistakes. You know, we make plans. We realize that sometimes things have to fall away in order for them to be new and alive again. It's just the cycle of life. Man, I I really wanted to be funny on this episode, but it just didn't happen. Like, I guess we can talk real quick about some of these, uh, my, my favorite personally, uh, stoner type movies and who I would cast in them. So let's start off with Half-Baked. Half-Baked is this very silly, foolish movie with Dave Chappelle as a janitor living with his, I want to say there's three other stoner friends and I won't even tell you the plot of the movie because it's ridiculous. But who I will replace with Dave Chappelle? Probably Tiffany Haddish. She's like one of the funniest women comedians I think that I know right now. Um, I would put, who I put in the house with her as one of her roommates. Ali Wong would probably be one. She is a hilarious comedian of Asian descent. Um, Tiffany Haddish is African American, I believe. Um, Who else? I'm trying to think because there are some women comedians out there who are not funny at all I don't know I think I need to see more movies let's see what's another good one Harold and Kumar like that duo I don't know there's so many it's sad that I can't even remember the names of some of these comedians that I've seen before because they're all very very funny maybe if we had more roles for them I wouldn't remember what their names are we don't have enough of their shows it feels so disrespectful for me to not know their names um and I'm thinking a lot about this HBO series I've seen called Black Lady Sketch Show and all of them are hilarious on there but I cannot remember names so somebody out there please create some stoner comedian content like key and peel but make it funnier or dave Chappelle, but make it funnier make it about women who consume because i will buy every single ticket and i will laugh every single time like we need that representation for sure um whenever i get the chance to go to a conference one day i would love to go to every woman-owned company and just tell them thank you thank you for what you're doing Thank you for providing space. Thank you for just being you because we need more of you. We need to see more of you. Uh, We just need more people like you in this industry because it's going to help it grow. It's going to help make it more accessible for other people. It's going to help children understand their limitations with it. It's going to help so much. 
if we only just start having a little bit more respect. That's it. That's all that I think there needs to be. I don't have too much else today, guys. Like, I thought this was going to be a very deep episode. It was like, it got serious, and then I'm trying to be funny at the end, but it's not that funny. But, um, yeah. To end things off, we know that cannabis is a male-dominated industry. We do know this. Um, But let's remember honoring women, honoring the feminine nature and everything, and realizing that without it, Things will not be created and thrive and be passed on. So in knowing that also, use it to the advantage of the world. Treat women with kindness and watch what they do for you. Treat them with humility. Treat them with respect, ultimately. I mean, I don't, I don't even know what other word I should use besides respect and see what they can do with this industry, what they can turn it into. We're not just gonna give you a bunch of, you know, new fancy products to go sell to a group of people. We're gonna give you healing, we're gonna give you understanding, we're gonna give you knowledge to, you know, help you make the right decisions for you, to realize that, you know, these are only tools, that they're not meant to be aids. We're gonna help heal the world one day at a time so thank you for listening to this episode today uh we will have a special guest on the next episode after that i'm very excited to share with you all but until next time uh, keep in touch with instagram soundbowl mom and our page tailored healing collective and i will talk to you all soon don't forget let love lead the way peace so powerful and 
intricate that it created you. Breathe. One, two, three.